Hello, my name is Apostle Lula Stockton, and I thank God for the tour portion number five. It's called Harriet Sarah, or Sarah, and it's spelled C-H-A-Y-E-L. Um, Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-H, Harriet Sarah. Now, we are at the last tour portion for the month a chess barn and um, today we are going to talk about the life of Sarah and it's found in Genesis the second chapter um, the 31st through the 25th chapter and the 18th verse Genesis um, 23 1 through 25 and um, um, 25 and 18 so I'm going to read, um, start off at the um, 23rd chapter and the first verse. Follow me as I read the Torah. And Sarah was 127 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in Karat Abba, the same as Hebron in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham stood up from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a dweller among you. Provide for me title to a burying place with you so I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my Lord, you are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in your choice of our sepulchre. None of us will withhold his sepulchre from you, but that you can bury your dead. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, to the children of Heth, and he spoke with them saying, if it is your thinking that I should bury my dead out of my sight, listen to me and plead for me with Ephron, the son of Zorah, that he may give me the cave of Melpela, which he has, which is in the end of his field for as much money as it is worth. He will give it to me for a possession, for a burying place among you. And Ephraim lived among the children of Heth. And Ephraim the Hittite answered Abraham in the hearing of the children of Heth, even of all who went in at the gate of his city, saying, Nay, my Lord, listen to me. I give the field to you and the cave that is in it. I give it to you. In the presence of the sons of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. And Abraham himself bowed down before the people of the land. And he spoke to Ephron in the hearing of the people of the land, saying, But if you would hear me, I should give the money for the field. Take it from me, and I shall bury my dead there. 
And Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My Lord, pay attention to me. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver. What is that between me and you? Therefore, bury your dead. And Abraham did pay attention to Ephron, and Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver which he had named in the hearing of the sons of Heth, 400 shekels of silver, current money with the merchant, and the field of Ephron which is in Mount Pelah, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave that was in it, and all the trees that were in the field that was uh, were in all the borders all around were established, transferred to Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth before all who went in at the gate of his city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Mapilah before Mamre. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan, and the field and the cave that is in it were titled to Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. And Abraham was old, well stricken in age, and the Lord has blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his to the, to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all he, that he had, put, I pray you, your hands under my thigh, and I shall make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom... I dwell, but you will go to my country and to my kindreds and take a wife for my son Isaac. And the servant said to him, maybe the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Perhaps I need to bring your son again to the land from where you came. And Abraham said to him, beware that you do not bring my son there again the lord god of heaven who took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindreds and who spoke to me and who swore to me saying i should give this land to your seed he will send his angel before you and you will take a wife for my son from there and if the woman will not be willing to follow you then you will be clear from this my oath only do not bring my son there again and the servant put his hand under the thigh of abraham his master and swore to him concerning that matter and the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he rose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor, 
and he made his camels kneel down outside the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, Lord God of my master, Abraham, make something happen right in front of me today and act gracious, grace, uh, gracefully with my master. Behold, I am standing by the well of water and the waters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it be that the girl to whom I shall say, let down your pitcher, please, so I can drink. And she will say, drink. And I shall also give you, uh, give your camels drink. Let the same be that you have appointed for your servant Isaac, and thereby will I know that you will, you have shown kindness to my master. And it happened before he had finished speaking that there was Rebekah coming out who was born to Bethune, some of Milken, the wife of Nahorn, Abraham's brother, with her picture on her shoulder. And the girl was very fair to look upon a virgin, neither had any man known, known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, let me, I beg you, drink a little water from your pitcher. And she said, drink my Lord, and she hastened and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him a drink. And when she has had finished giving him a drink, she said, I shall draw water for your camels also until they have done drinking. And she hastened and emptied her pitcher into the throw and ran again to the well to draw water and drew for um for all his camels and the man marveling at her held his peace to know whether the lord had made his journey successful or not and it was as the camels had finished drinking that the man took a gold nose ring of half a shackle weight of two bracelet for her hands of ten shackles weight of gold and said whose daughter are you tell me i pray is there room in your father's house for us to log and she said to him i am the daughter of bethune the son of milken whom she bore to nahorn then she said to him we have both straw and food enough and room to log in. And the man bowed down his head and worshiped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not left my master destitute of his loving kindness and his truth. I am in the way of the Lord. The Lord led me to the house of my master's brothers. Then the girl ran and told these things to those 
of her father, a mother's house. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out to the man to the well. And when he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's hand, hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, the man said this to me. He came to the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, you blessed of the Lord. Why are you standing outside? I have prepared the house and made room for the camels. And the man came inside the house, and he ungirdled his camels and gave straw and provender for the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men that was were uh, with him. And food was set there before him to eat, but he said, I should not eat until I have told my errand. And Laban said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant, and the Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. And he has given him flocks, herds, silver, gold, men servants, and maid servants, and camels, and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son, son to my master when she was old, and he has given all that he has to him. And my master made me swear, saying, You will not take a wife for my son of the daughters of the, of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But you will go to my father's house and to my kindreds to take a wife for my son. And I said to my master, Maybe the woman will not follow me. Then he said to me, The Lord before, before whom I walk will send his angel with you, and your way will succeed, and you will take a wife for my son of my kindreds and of my father's house. Then you will be clear from my oath when you come to my kindreds, and if they do not give you one, you will be clear from my oath. And I came this day to the well and said, Lord God of my master Abraham, if now you make my way which I go successfully, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it will happen that when the virgin comes forth to draw water, and I say to her, give me please a little water from your pitcher to drink. And she says to me, both you drink and I shall also draw from your camels. Let the same one be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. And, behold, and before I have finished speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder. And she went down to the well and drew water. And I said to her, let me drink, please. And she quickly let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, drink, and I shall give your camels a drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. Then I asked her and said, whose daughter are you? 
And she, let me turn the page. And she said, the daughter of Pethun, Nahon's son, who, whom Milken bore to her, and I put the ring on her nose and the bracelet on her hands. And I bowed down my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the, in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter for his son. And now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, if, and if not, tell me so I will turn to the right hand or to the left. And Laban and Bethune answered and said, this thing is from the Lord. We cannot speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go and let her be your master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it was that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed mm -mm -mm, himself to the earth, to the Lord, and the servant brought out jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and raiment, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to his brother and to her mother, and they ate and drank. He and the men that was with him and stayed all night. And they rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the girl stay with us for a few days, at least ten. After that she will go. And he said to them, Do not delay me, seeing that the Lord has made my way successful. Send me away so I can go to my master. And they said, We will call the girl and inquire from her. And they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, You are our sister. May you be the mother of thousands of mermaids, and let your seed possess the gate of those who hate them. And Rebecca and her dasmal um, rose, and they rode up upon the camels and followed the man. And the servant took Rebecca and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well Lehi, for he was living in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field towards evening, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels was coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she fell off the camel. And she said to the servant, who is this man who is walking in the field to meet us? And the servant said, He is my master. And he, she took the veil and covered herself. And 
the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah and she became his wife. And he loved her and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Then Abraham went and took a wife and her name was Kendra. Kendra. And she bought him Semram, Yoksham, Medan, Midian, Mishbap, and Shula. And Yoksham begot Sheba and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan was Assyrian, Letorshim, and Lemurim. And the sons of Midian, Ephah, Ephah, Hanak, Abidin, and Eldan. All these were the children of Kenturah. And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. But to the sons of the contrabands that Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away eastward to the east country from Isaac, his son, while he yet lived. These are the, the days of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived 175. Then Abraham expired and died in a good old age an old man and full of years and was gathered to his people and his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Mount Pelah in the field of Ephron the son of Zorah the Hittite which was before Mamre the field which Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth Abraham and Sarah, his wife, were buried there. And it was after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac. And Isaac lived by the well, Lehi-Roi. Now these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's sons, who Hagar, the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, bore to Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael by their names according to their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Leboeth, Kenda, Abiel, Milsham, Misham, Duman, Massa, Hadad, Terma, Jetor, Naphish, and Dima. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names by their towns and by their small villages. Twelve princes according to their tribes. And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, 137 years. And he expired and died and was gathered to his people. And they dwelt from Havilah to shore that is before Egypt as you go towards Assyria. He died in the presence of all his brethren. Hallelujah.
Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God because um, I thank God for the reading of the um, the Torah because when we um, we was talking about this month concerning the um, the judgment and the mercy of God, we see that God had really given the servant a lot of mercy. And we thank God for his mercy. And I'm like the servant today. I, I, I you know, I, you, you just be awed of how God just worked things out and causes you to be successful. That is the mercy of God. That's God's mercy. And I thank God because not only that we, um, can praise God for his mercy during the month of chest bond. We can praise God for the mercy of God every single month. So now we're going to go into the half tour part of the tour, which is found in first Kings, the, um, the first chapter, the first through the 31st verse. And I got the first chapter of first Kings, the first through the 31st verse. Um, follow me as I read the half Torah. And now King David was old, stricken in years, and they covered him with clothes, but he got no he uh, heat. Therefore his servant said to him, Let a young virgin be sought for my lord, the king, and let her stand before the king, and let her cherish him, and let her lie in your bosom so my lord the king may get heat so they sought throughout all the borders of israel for a fair dasm and found a bisham a shunamite and brought her to the king and the girl was very beautiful and cherished the king and ministered to him but the king did not know her then Abijah, the son of Hagerf, exalted himself, saying, I shall be king. And he prepared for himself chariots and horses and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time by saying, Why have you done so? And he also was very handsome, and his mother bore him after Ashelon. And he conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruah, and with Abiter, the priest. And these, I mean, and those following Abijah helped him, but Zerdah, the priest, and Bernoth, the son of Jehoadah, and Nathan the prophet, and Shimeon, and Real, and David's mighty men were not with Abijah. And Abijah slept, I mean, uh, Abijah uh, slew sheep and oxen, and fatted cattle by the stone of Sorhephtah, which is by the, by in Roga and called all his brothers the king the king's son and all the men of Judah the king's servant but he did not call Nathan the prophet and Bernath the mighty man and Solomon his brother 
Therefore, Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Have you not heard that Abijah, the son of Hagarth, reigns, and David our Lord does not know about it? Now therefore come, let me, I pray you, give you counsel so you can save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Go and get yourself in into David and say to him, Did you not, my lord, O king, swear to your handmaiden, handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon, your son, will reign after me, and he will sit upon my throne? Why then does Abijah reign? Behold, why are you still taken there um, with the king? I also will come in after you and confirm your words. And Bathsheba went in to the king in the chamber, and the king was very old. And Abishad, the Shudamite, ministered to the king. And Bathsheba bowed and paid homage to the king. And the king said, What do you want? And she said to him, my Lord, you swore by the Lord your God, your handmaiden, saying, Assuredly, Solomon, your son, will reign after me, and he will sit upon the throne, or my throne. And now, behold, Abijah reigns, and now, my Lord, the king, you do not know it. And he has slain oxen and fatted cattle and sheep in abundance, and has called all the sons of the king, Abitha the priest, and Joab the captain of the army, but he has not called your servant Solomon. And you, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon you, so you should tell them who will sit on the throne of my lord, the king, after him. Otherwise, it will be when my lord the king will sleep with his fathers, then that I and my son Solomon will be counted offenders. And Lord, and lo, while she was still t um, talking with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in, and they told the king, saying, Here is Nathan the prophet. And when he came in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, have you said Abijah will reign after me and he will um, sit upon my throne? For he has gone down this day and has slain oxen and fatted cattle and sheep in abundance and has call all the king's sons, the captains of the army, Abitha, the priests, and behold, they are eating and drinking before him, saying, Long live King Abijah, but he has, has not called me, um, called me, me your servant, and Zadok, the priest, and Benaiah, the son of Jehodiah, and your servant Solomon. Is this thing done by my lord the king 
and you have not told your servant who shall sit on the throne of my Lord the king after him? Then King David answered and said, Call Bathsheba for me. And she came into the king's presence and stood there and stood before the king. And the king swore and said, As the Lord lives, who has redeemed my soul out of all the stress, even as I swore to you by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assurity, Solomon, your son, will reign after me, and he will sit upon my throne in my stead. Even so, I shall certainly do that this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the ground and did reverence the king and said, Let my lord, King David, live forever. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We see the mercy of God continuing. Lord God, even um, during the time of, of Solomon and David, um, how that um, how that Abijah was trying to take over the kingdom, and 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 nobody ain't told him to take over the kingdom. But see what the enemy meant for evil. God said that I will turn around everything that the enemy meant for evil. So now we're going to go into the New Testament part of the Torah, which is found in First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter. Let me turn to. Um, 1 Corinthians. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15 chapter. I have it. Um, I'm going to start at the 50th um, verse, the 50th verse through the 57 verses. The 50th verse of um, 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, the 50th. To, uh, through the 57th verse. But I say this, brother, that flesh and blood are not able to inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I am telling you a mystery. We will not all be sleep in death, but we will at, I'm sorry, but we will all be transformed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye at the last shofar, for the shofar will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be transformed. For it is necessary to clothe this corruptible with the incorruptible and to clothe this mortal with the immorality, or I'm sorry, immortal, and then and when this mortal will be clothed in immortal, and this corruptible will be clothed in corruptible, then the written word will happen. Death will swallow up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? But sin, sin it's the sting of death, and the power of sin is taken from the Torah teaching. But thanks to God, to the one who gives us victory 
through our Lord Yeshua Messiah. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. I thank God for the victory today. I thank God that God gives us, us the victory no matter what the enemy tries to throw at us, no matter what he tries to do, God gives us the victory. So we thank God for the um the closing of the tour number five. May God richly bless you. Till next week. Um, now next week we're gonna start a new month called Kiss Lou. So um and the tour portion number six will be in the new month of the um of of the new month of Kiss Lou. May God bless you.